Pete, we're back. Second episode of In Theory, This Should Work. Podcast for two engineers. I'm Matt. And I'm Peter. Inadequately designed the infeasible. I love it. I love, love the buzzline. You love the buzzline? I've the best part of the podcast so, so far. Yeah. Well, what about the name? I think the name's pretty good, too. Okay. So, Pete, this is our second podcast that we're recording. Second? Th- second? Third attempt at second episode. Uh, <laughs> we had a pilot. Uh, got we, some good feedback got some from good it. Feedback. Good feedback. Quit, quit now. No. Uh, Mostly work on your sound quality. Defriend me on Facebook. And stop talking so much. That was all from our moms, actually. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, we can edit that one out. Do less, Matt. Do okay. less. <laughs> okay, so, um, Pete, what's this podcast? This podcast. I thought that was your part. <laughs> So we're going to, if you didn't listen to last week, or if you haven't listened to it yet, um, what we're going to do is we're going to take ideas, mostly crazy ideas, and talk about them a little bit, and maybe come up with some ideas and some solutions for how how we might do these things. Um, So last week, we talked about, um, topic one was a tunnel, (laughs) a tunnel from one side of the earth to the other. and we got some good. We got from our from our pilot listeners. We got some good feedback. Um, yeah, they didn't like it. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't like our response. I don't think they understood what we were really talking about. Well, I did recommend that we use magma tubes. At one magma point. tubes. <laughs> magma tubes. We'll see if we can incorporate those into the uh, into the designs today. Yeah. Um, and then the second thing was <laughs> was the treadmill shoes. Treadmill shoes. Those were. Was, that was a pretty bad idea to begin with. But Most of our ideas are going to be bad. And the, the point of this show isn't to come up with the next billion-dollar idea. This isn't the next Uber. This isn't the next AOL instant messaging, okay? The treadmill shoes are definitely not going to be the next Uber. Uh, the point is here is just to think of things that would be hard to design, most likely impossible, definitely infeasible, and just talk about how we would go about building them and, um, and just try to have some fun with it. So... Um, Okay, so what do we got? What do we got queued up this week? Oh no, no, no! First, talk about talk about our new uh, our new social media oh, presence. Oh, 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 we we are we are now official. Last week we thought we were official because we had microphones. We are now official because we have a Twitter handle. It's it a Twitter handle. It's a Twitter handle. Okay. Right. Okay. Sure. I guess. Yeah. It seems like a very yeah. engineering term. Our Twitter okay, handle is uh, ITTSW podcast. So in theory, this should in work. In theory, this should work, but didn't have enough characters for that. Um, and our set up a Gmail account of in theory, this should work at gmail.com. So if you have any ideas of what you would want us to design, feel free to shoot us a tweet or an email. And if you like the idea, we'll talk about it on the podcast. Or, or if you just have comments or feedback or, or just want to chit-chat. <laughs> that's going to open us up for a lot. That's going to open us up Matt's going to be checking that thing every 15 minutes. Uh, Do we have any tweets yet? I haven't checked. I doubt we would. Have you tweeted any yet? Oh, no, no. We only have two followers. Okay. Who who are our followers? Our you? No, I'm not a follower. Who's following us? Uh, some like random person from my high school <laughs> and our roommate. <laughs> that's weird. Uh, yeah, that's really weird. Um, so. Um, okay, let's get to it. Let's get to so it. So we got a couple of cool ideas on, on, on the podcast. They're cool because you came up with them. I, of course. Of course. I come up with all of our good <laughs> ideas. Um, so idea number one. Why? Since you you can go, you can go for this one. So I think this is your this is this my, is your Mona Lisa. This is my Mona Lisa. So, 
Peter, you're a guy in his 20s. I'm a guy in my 20s. Yeah. Um, we're busy people. Uh, laundry for us can sometimes be uh, a, uh, a hassle. It can be an annoying knack that we have to do because uh, a lot of times, you know, laundry requires that you put something in and kind of be home for the next like four hours of your day to complete it. And that just doesn't happen many times in our lives. For example, Peter, you told me one time that you put your wash load in on Monday and took it out of the washer on a Friday. Okay. <laughs> so it's not that we're incapable of doing laundry. It's that we don't always have the time to do it. And I don't think we can, we can generalize or not say that it's only 25-year-old guys that have this problem. I think everybody finds laundry to be a hassle. Yeah, except for, except for dry cleaners. Because it keeps them in business. Okay. That was probably your best joke that you had <laughs> on, on the, <laughs> across the two episodes. Okay. Um, so, wouldn't it be cool? Wouldn't it be awesome if uh, we had a all-in-one laundry machine that basically you would put your clothes into the washer, and then it would wash them, and then transfer them to the dryer, and transfer them from the dryer to either hangers or a hamper, all folded and ready to go all in one step. So basically an autonomous laundry machine that does an all-in-one. <laughs> okay, let's, first of all, <laughs> autonomous laundry machine. I think laundry machines <laughs> right now, already washing are, machines are already autonomous. autonomous. It's not like you have to go in there and I have crank, to crank. The, <laughs> crank the spinner and do the little spin cycle. Okay. Sit there on a bicycle <laughs> power it. That's an idea. So, uh, so I, think the, I think the bigger is it's the all-in-one part, right? Yeah. The autonomous folding machine. And yeah, the autonomous transfer from from washer. But okay, first of all, let's. That's the idea. What do you see as some initial okay. challenges? So so let's. I don't want to. I don't go with the the challenges first. Let's go with the, the what's already out there. So I think they already have like all-in-one washers and dryers. Right? So there's, there's there's already machines. <laughs> they don't know that. Uh, they do have that. What they have those? Yeah, they definitely have those. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Well, not definitely. I'm like, like eighty percent sure. The other feedback we got was do more research, <laughs> which we clearly didn't do. <laughs> but no, we got this one. We got. It. I, I do think we have this one. Okay. But, but think like so the the washing and dryer part. That's not that, that hard that's not because hard. you just drain the water and then you have to put heat in there and spin it, and it already spins anyway. So, it, you know. Okay. I think I think the the wash to dryer you don't, you don't have to do any transfers. Okay. Oh, so you so just that, have to be one. Yeah. So okay. I don't think that's a big. That challenge. makes sense. The bigger challenge is the folding part. Is the, the folding taking part it out of the, tough. It's like separating the pieces of clothes and then identifying what they are and then folding them. Yes. Yeah, so that to me is the toughest part is That's it, just that's what I just said. Yeah, so it'd be easy if it was like all t shirts, you know. I don't even think that would be easy, but I mean it would, it would be, be easier. easier or okay. if it was like all basketball shorts, right? Or all socks. Uh, but almost like you can almost look at this. When I first thought about it, it's almost like it's got to be very robust. No matter what it takes in, it has to be able to handle it. Mm -hmm. It's almost like uh, a computer computer function that you're writing. It's like you have to be able to take in all sorts of inputs and still put out the same output. Right. Sure. Sure. <laughs> you're looking at me with just a look of disdain. <laughs> um, so so the first thing that you would have to do is is distinguish what the piece of clothes is. Yeah, like a sorting, like yeah. a classification. Like, a, like, a, coin, like a coin sorting machine, but much harder. 
Oh, okay. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. So, so what would you use? Would you use some sort of camera vision to do this? Yeah, I think. Well, first, you, it's like when it comes out of the dryer, it's a big clump of clothes. You have to separate the clump and right. pull little individual things out. So maybe there's like in the dryer, there's like a little claw that comes down. There's like a little claw that comes down and then picks up like one item of clothing. Right? Mm -hmm. So it just like grabs one thing right. and shakes it off to get the, to get the socks off mm -hmm. and everything. <laughs> and then, yeah, I think it's like a, some type of vision. Yeah, I think... I think that would be like a, a good, good method. Um, so a claw could—it's, it, I think robotic arm is a little too fancy of a term, but it's more or less what it is. It's like, like a little pincer. Yeah, you could pinch it, and then yeah. with a, I think what this could do could then, pick it up and then lay it down, on some sort of platform that's within yeah. dryer, and then or just on top. It could like lay it on yeah, top. Or on of top, the, yeah. and basically do a scan over it to best identify what the item is yeah. um, and then it could use the same pincher to I mean you only need two fingers to close to fold anything yeah so it could do a lot of the folding there um, what about something like socks would it be able to do socks <laughs> I don't know maybe maybe it just like because <clears throat> like folding socks is kind of it's like a right it's like a weird fold right so maybe just like puts them together and like puts a pin in them or something that, or like safety uh, yeah. like safety pins them together or maybe that's like the step up division like the basic can't do socks step up does socks third step <laughs> the pre <laughs> premium the, the tiered <laughs> yeah the tiered 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 sales of yeah autonomous um, all-in-one washer dryer folders yeah so yeah i'm still i'm still stuck on like the sorting because like computer vision and like classification algorithms like they can't even get like it's hard to get letters like right. like I mean, what are those things called like the optical character recognition mm -hmm. where you like scan something uh, like something that you've written out longhand mm -hmm. and then it figures out what letters those are like that's a really hard problem in itself and so like how well, now you have a t-shirt you could also look for features so one feature that isn't necessarily set but like a shirt button is only on shirts and basically anytime it would see that Anytime it saw any shirt button, throw it on a hanger. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right, no, so I, I, then I hear that. Um, metal buttons, that would be jeans. Gotcha. And then <laughs> I think I'm coming up with a revelation here, revelation, and uh, you're just saying, like, mm, yeah, it's not a yeah. bad idea. Yeah, I think it's, it's a smart. really good idea. So I think if there's anybody that's in, like, machine vision or machine learning, they're just they're so embarrassed us right now like oh it's an easy problem like classify whether it's a shirt or a dress shirt yeah like with one camera yeah but I mean if it was that easy someone would have done it by now okay Maybe. okay so let's say let's say there's some really smart guy out there that can do the sorting and the classification now what about the folding like uh, I think the folding would be pretty easy once you can do the sorting because you can just kind of set in set movements you can kind of like once you identify, you know, let's say it's a T-shirt, and then you can kind of figure out, you know, let's say using a, you know, computer vision algorithm like where the where the head is and where the arms where the head are, is, and you can find out certain, I don't know, you know, points, distinguishable points on the to grab and then fold across, yeah. and just have a set algorithm in there and set movements. Um, <clears throat> okay. Do from one to the other, and the other thing to think about too is actually like. 
there's not that many different things you have to fold because like shorts, t-shirts, that's about it. Yeah. And I guess socks. Yeah, yeah you could, it's like, that's you, you know, your vanilla load of laundry. Yeah. yeah. And then everything else we can throw on hangers, mm-hmm. which would also be a little tough to do. So in reality, okay. someone should be listening to this podcast should be and start, doing this. start making this right GE, now. GE makes washing machines, Yeah, right? why don't they have a pincher arm? Yeah. Well, we have, I don't know. We, we have a workshop downstairs, Peter. We can start, <laughs> start working on it. <laughs> Do you think our roommates would say when you came back, we just had a giant <laughs> robot arm rigged to the... That'd be sweet. Sorry, guys. We, dro- we broke the washer and the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks cool. It looks awesome. Um... Okay, so so kind of what we're envisioning is like a washing machine that has like a dryer, but like a washer slash dryer, so mm-hmm. like one hole, mm-hmm. and then like a robotic arm that sits on top, right. you know, kind of like the the cannon arm of the space station. Yeah, it comes in and reaches in, <laughs> reaches into the hole and like yeah. grabs a piece of clothing and pulls it up and like shakes it around like, oh, this is a T-shirt. This is this is your local Sears for four billion dollars. <laughs> Uh, lays it down and then it folds it with the same robotic yeah. so so it's not like inside so like you put the load of laundry in and then like out pops like a bunch of folded stuff it's like it has to take it like takes things out so really it doesn't even have to be it could be like a bolt-on robotic arm that's an idea you, know, you like oh, bolt the bolt the robotic arm onto your dryer right. so you do the you don't transfer even need, from the washer to the it dryer it just has to be the arm and the, and the camera yeah. you don't even need a new yeah that's actually pretty good how much would you pay for that I would pay a lot. You, that way you just... Well, like, put a number on it. A lot. Like, $25? No. Like, to, to do... For that machine... Right now, we have two separate machines, yeah. though. So, a bolt-on... So, it's a bolt-on robotic arm that sorts and folds your laundry. You still have to do the, the washer-to-dryer transfer. Oh, I still have to do that? Yeah. But part of the reason I don't... Part of the reason I delay the washer-to-dryer transfer is because I know... <laughs> I know that that just means it gets closer it's to coming, when I have to take it coming, out and yeah. sort it and fold it. So if I, like, knew that... I'm sure that would make the washer-to-dryer transfer much easier. Yeah. Yeah. I would... So how much would you pay for it? I would say... How much is a how much is a washer dryer? No, the most basic <laughs> research. Probably like fifty or sixty dollars. So I think I would pay. <laughs> so one cubic foot is two hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, like for like yeah, the, the nice one's like four hundred, five hundred dollars. One cubic think. foot, Peter. No, that's tiny. That's tiny. Okay, so so we're talking like less than a thousand dollars. So I I would say this would be worth fifty percent of that cost, five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. Yeah, do not have to do it. To not have to yeah. do so like another okay cool <coughs> I got you. That, that, that would be all right so there it is so if if anybody well listening I, to this I, I do have one deviation from mm-hmm. from our design and it would be fine for the if they were two separate pieces but um a lot of people don't like to a lot of people like wash certain things but then not dry them they'll just let them air dry mm-hmm. so if this were one just one machine would it would would you be able to would you use the same method to to pull things out sure to do a sorting just so it could say i don't want to dry my jeans yeah i'm out why not okay it's easy that, that, that was the other, the other thing i thought of but uh all right good so if anybody listening to this matt's gonna pay you five hundred dollars <laughs> you can you can come up with that yeah yeah definitely um 
Wow, we closed so much better on that design than last week's. Yeah. I think it was a lot easier, or at least in our head, a lot easier. I think it was just so, last week was so bad that we didn't even have to mention magnitudes. Yeah, or, we didn't have to say it. We'll, we'll try to avoid or, using Or speculate magnitudes. on what the earth is Anytime made of. Anytime you hear us say magnitudes, that means guaranteed no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. All right, topic two, Pete. Okay, topic two. So this is this is like one of the original... Like founding fathers of this, <laughs> this show. This was we were sitting at work. And we have a fire extinguisher at work. And Matt, Matt loves to like pick up the fire extinguisher and just like pretend I'm shooting out a fire. Pretend you're shooting the fire. That's what you okay. And you were you were trying to convince me that this podcast was a good idea. And you said, well, what if our first idea? Well, we were talking about like what the ideas would be. I said, okay, this is a good first one. An autonomous fire extinguisher. Yeah. So I don't even, I didn't quite know what that means. And I'm not sure I still do. But I think, let me, let me tell you what I think it is. Uh, see, I, I, think, see, I, feel like, I feel like one of the joys of our podcast is that you get to explain the ideas that you come up with. So I'll tell you what I think, and then you can tell me okay. how wrong I am. So I think it's just a fire extinguisher that you, when there's a fire, you pick it up, and then it aims itself and shoots out the fire. Yeah, for the most part. There's also a deluxe version that you don't even have to pick up. It self-levitates <laughs> and, and, and blows, blows the fire out, too. Yeah. But I think the main use for this is, uh, let's say, an older person had a fire in their house. <laughs> what, it, what is so funny? I, I, I don't get why you just oh, laughed. Man. So much disrespect across this room right now. Oh, um, okay. If an older person had to put out a fire, um, you know, they could have a really big issue, you know, picking it up and then pointing it at the fire and then finding the exact spot and then blowing it out. I think that would be... The, I think, I, I, so if they can pick it up, I think they can aim it. That, that's well, like a, well, well, here's my counterpoint, is that let's say this you did have this automatic aiming fire extinguisher, then you could just have something that's like on wheels and they could just push it near it. Well, I, I do not get what is so funny about this idea. It is a. It's just a just haven't you heard all those stories on BBC series, recently? It's a, a, <laughs> a pressing issue in the world. Just a set of wheeled fire extinguishers sitting around your house. Not a set, but every time you have a, a fire extinguisher, you have. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so let's say, let's say there was a use case for the autonomous aiming fire extinguisher. There definitely is, but. Okay. Um. So, so, so how, what, what, how do you do it? So again, I think using cameras would be the right choice, but instead of using a visible camera, I think an infrared camera uh, would, nice. would, be, would be the right choice. And it w should very easily be able to identify you know, the, f the, the shape of the flame. And I believe putting out a photo. So, so maybe, maybe not all of our listeners know what an infrared camera, uh, so how it works. So infrared camera. So rather than giving off light, visible light, gives off radiation yeah. at a lower frequency, right? That we can't see, but yeah. it's still yeah. it's still radiation, so you can pick it up. So it's like night vision goggles. Right, basically. Those are, those are infrared. Yeah. So if there's a flame, it's giving off a lot of this radiation. Right. So you can see it. Basically, you can see the hot stuff. Right. Okay. So. Okay. So, uh, from that, if you, you know, let's say there's a camera with a computer board um you could basically pick out where the flames you know you could that's really not that complicated of a mm -hmm. you know, yeah just aim the for the really hot spot right i think that's easier than the t-shirt classification I, uh, I definitely think it is um, and then i think you aim it. bottom 
That that will be worked out. Now before. we're talking. That'll be worked out, but before the, the next before level the page version. Yeah. <laughs> all versions didn't work at all. Um, and, but then the other thing you have to work worry about is you have to have some sort of uh, something to move the the yeah, actually aim it. Yeah. yeah. So that's a little bit trickier, I think. Um, how would you do that? You think so? Um, I think so. Just have like a, rather than it be a floppy hose, I think it's like a little, it's a little turret and it has a gimbal. Oh yeah, just, just like a little tank? Yeah. Yeah. A little, a little, little autonomous fire extinguisher well, tank. Oh, did you see the new, they had like new, almost like bazooka fire extinguishers like Spider-Man. They basically just line that. up and shoot them. One, one thing can put out like a car fire. So it could be something similar. Be cool. Just wind up. Just one shot. Yeah. But if Gotta miss, get it right. Okay. So does that one, is that one close too? I think so. Do we get it? I mean, I think that's. So who's gonna buy? So so just just old people. I mean, not necessarily. I'm gonna be able to market this to my grandparents, and that's it. No, I mean like anyone. If it's it has it, if it has a better uh, percentage of getting fires out than a person, then every person should. But use the it. person still gotta hold it. That's just like, huh. like that's the problem. Well, then maybe you can have. A, Robotic on robotic wheels go up and do that. That would not be that that much harder. Like a Roomba, like a fire extinguisher Roomba. Yeah, except it doesn't <laughs> do your entire house. It's a little bit more controlled than a Roomba. It doesn't wait for your entire house to, yeah, I mean, to that, burn that's down. A, that's a pretty good idea. It's like a little. You got your normal floor cleaning Roomba, and then your emergency <laughs> Roomba. You can put all kinds of stuff on that one. Yeah. Um, little intruder detector? No. But, I mean, Peter, this podcast isn't about finding who the business case is. Oh, I think it's part of... You think it's just interesting? It's, it's interesting. Okay. I mean, so how much... Okay. So, same question as last time. How much would you pay for the the autonomous... Well, in the same response. How much is a fire extinguisher? <laughs> I'm going to say... I'm going to say $100. I would say this would be worth $200. Dollars. Double, double the cost because. So you think the camera and the Canon gimbal are? It's not going to cost. Huh? <laughs> it's not going to cost an extra hundred dollars just for that equipment. You're talking economies of scale anyway. You're, you're making millions of these things. Of course. So the cameras are like yeah. ten cents each. Well, I mean, yeah, the cameras don't have to be that. That. Yeah. They don't have to be crazy good. You're right. Um, you're right. I don't know exactly how much the turret <coughs> costs and the gimbal, but I mean that's pretty basic. You know. Okay. Well. So, I think we beat that one to death too. Hmm. It's pretty. Yeah, I think. I, I don't know if this podcast was overall better, but our our designs were much better. I think the the problems were easier. Yeah, the problems I like the try. I like the treadmill shoes. That was funny because. <laughs> How stupid are <laughs> <I> do? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But. Is that it? Pod two, Peter in the bug. In the bag. Yeah. Why don't you give Why don't you give a shout out to I don't even remember our, our Twitter handle. Peter. Shout out to the Twitter handle Peter. and the Gmail. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, we'll be back next week. Um, uh, we're trying to do two more ideas. We'll probably also review these designs last week as we, like, slap our heads tomorrow. Think about designs, and listen to this and be just embarrassed. Um, <laughs> again, that Twitter <laughs> handle is ITTSWpodcast, and the, the email is in theory this should work at gmail.com. So if you want us to talk about anything, uh, just write us in, and, and really, we'll just, be happy to answer it. Just if you're listening to this, just shoot us an email. Yeah. Shoot us a tweet. Yeah. Come on. Shoot us, shoot us just an throw SOS. Throw us a bone over here. 
I would be so happy. Actually, if throw I get, Matt a bone. If I get one email, I would be so happy. Just I'll, e- I'll email you. Not you, Peter. Okay. Someone from outside of us. That would mean so much to me. Um, it mean a lot to all of us. All right, so that's it. Week two in the bag. Week two in the bag. Okay, right. see you later. See you guys next week.